It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. As always, it's a great time to remind the people out there that if you're trying to snap into the gambling action on the NFL this season, you better be doing it with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when they place a $5 bet on any game, on any prop. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is so easy to use. I use it every day. I have a problem, actually, but... You can get help if you do. You can join me in that help. There's a wide range of options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS and kick off the NFL season with FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. And with that, let's welcome in Mary Kay Cabot, our Hall of Fame Cleveland Browns beat writer. What's up, Mary Kay? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Hi, Mary Kay. What do you, what, what do you know about Deshaun Watson? That's, <laughs> that's the number one topic of conversation. Where's the shoulder? Do we know? Well, I've been trying to provide uh, as many details as I possibly can. And what I came up with on Friday is that this is a deep, deep contusion of one of the rotator cuff muscles. There are four of them. And this is the largest one that he has the contusion in. So it really affects all of his throwing motion and it affects strength. And what I do know is that they are not going to put him out there until they feel really good about the fact that he's throwing normally and that he is pain free. Now, the good news is that he made a lot of progress last week inside the building. He threw more than we really thought that he did. We didn't get very many details last week at all. They've gotten very buttoned up about this, um, but he did throw inside the building. He made significant progress. He's throwing with more velocity each day. And if he progresses this way, continues along this trajectory this week, then he will play against the Colts. But again, the the benchmark is he's got to be pain-free and he's got to be reporting that accurately. Now he wants to play. So, you know, if he feels a little bit of pain in the shoulder, you know, is he going to say something about it? Is he going to keep that to himself? You know, we're going to have to find out how that goes because obviously these guys want to get out there they feel that they're invincible they don't want to miss games he knows that this is such a high stakes season so he's going to want to play and they want him to play but he's got to be pain-free he's got to be throwing the ball normally without pain and i think the key is if he goes out there on wednesday and he throws the ball and he feels pretty good and he wakes up on thursday and he feels okay then they can take it to the next the next step so it's just a matter of how he continues to progress throughout the week Mary Kay, um, you know, there, you know, when you talk about, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, he usually speaks, um, you know, during the week. Um, some people last week had a problem or issue with him not speaking because they said, hey, you know, his teammates are going to have to answer those questions um, week after week or game after game. Um, what went into the, the thought process of, you know, him not speaking? Um, obviously, if you're not playing, you don't have to speak. That's the rule. <coughs> but what, what went into that thought process? He just, con- just, just, you know, concentrating on getting back on the field or what, what went into that? You know, it's just that if you're not playing, you're not going to be talking to the media. It's the starting quarterback that week that is going to be speaking to the media. So that's, that's kind of how that goes when he's ready to play. 
uh, and he's ready to start or at least getting very close to that point, then they will roll him out there in front of us and put him at that microphone and they will let him talk to us. So, you know, Wednesday and Thursday will be telling. I don't know if they will have him talking to us on Wednesday if they're not sure if he's going to start yet. Uh, you know, maybe they'll push it to Thursday to see how he comes through the Wednesday practice. Again, he's throwing on his own inside the building and he has made really, really good progress to the point where he is waking up the next day and he can build on what he did the day before. Uh, but, you know, the true test is when you get out there and practice and you try to kind of let it rip a little bit. And when you think about this, uh, you know, Andrew Berry did tell us, he, he gave us a very telling detail during the bye week. He said that, uh, that Deshaun could not lift his shoulder after this injury happened. Well, you know, that's pretty significant. If you can't lift your shoulder, you have to go from that to being able to whip a ball down the field 50, 60 yards. So, um, you know, so we'll have to see how he feels throughout the week. But I will say that there is optimism inside the building that he's going to be able to go on Sunday. Mary Kay is two weeks away. I got to know again, where are we looking at on the trades now? I mean, obviously, we're not getting a ton of production out of our wide receiver room outside of Amari Cooper. I know you talked about maybe going into the wide receivers, looking for a trade there. Running back is still something. Left tackle is still something. What do you got? Well, you know, I, I don't think that there are going to be any major like blockbuster deals at this point, but you never really know because sometimes those things don't present themselves until you get right up against the trade deadline. And so some guys that might not be available right now, you know, there are still two games before the trade deadline. So depending on what happens for a team, if they think they're in it, if they think they're out of it, if they start selling players, uh, that's when you know a little bit more. I don't think that there's going to be any um, that there's any clamoring right now for another receiver, but I would add another receiver. I would go mm. out there and I would find another good wide receiver to add to this mix. Uh, because if you really think that you're going somewhere and you have a championship caliber defense and you really do, uh, then you need to make sure that your offense is going to be able to complement it and, and do everything that your offense needs to do. And so I would go out and I would find another good weapon for Deshaun. Um, and, you know, from a running back standpoint, I think they feel like they're going to be okay. They just bumped up against three of the best run defenses in the NFL over the last three weeks, and they did pretty well against the 49ers, remarkably. Uh, so, you know, Jerome Ford is coming around. Kareem Hunt got involved this past game. I think they feel okay there. I would still probably look for a veteran backup quarterback. I don't think they have plans to do that either. Um, from what I understand, I, I just think they feel okay. They, they still actually really like Dorian Thompson Robinson as the number two as they move forward. They really like him in that role and feel like, you know, for the most part, he was just put in a very tough situation against the Ravens where he didn't know he was going to start until a couple hours before the game and whatnot. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to make any big splash, but, you know, we do know that, that Andrew Barry is very aggressive. He loves to tinker with that roster. He likes to uh, really aggressively add talent to the team, and he might have an opportunity to do something before the deadline. Mary Kay, one of the things that I loved to see on Sunday, and it really, I think, brings together his role on this team as a leader. Deshaun Watson was, and again, when you're watching it on TV, there's only certain things you can see. It's only when the cameras are on him. Um, but I asked a couple people that were at the game, that are observing all of the stuff that goes on on the sidelines. And they kind of backed up what the TV cameras told us that Deshaun Watson was hyped. He was 
engaged. He was helping with PJ, talking in between possessions, pointing things out. Um, I think that bodes so well for this team. We need him to be a leader. And I, I just, what do you know about his involvement in PJ's preparation, both in the week leading up to it and during the game? What was going on between the two of them? Oh, he's fantastic in that way. And, you know, all you have to do is look at the offseason to see what kind of a leader Deshaun Watson is in that regard with his teammates. I mean, he gets these guys together for workouts in Houston. He gets these guys together uh, for workouts in, in Puerto Rico. You know, he, he took them to Atlantis in the Bahamas. You know, that's what Deshaun Watson is all about. He is a team guy. He's a rah-rah guy. He's a vocal leader. He brings guys together. If you remember when DeAndre Hopkins was talking about, uh, you know, a place that he wanted to go, he talks about Deshaun Watson in that way as being a quarterback who brings everybody together. So yes, he de he definitely helped uh, PJ as much as he possibly could. Uh, he was as, as excited any game, you could see some photos afterwards or some videos afterwards if you see how pumped and, and hyped he was. And uh, he knows they helped keep the train rolling along for when he gets back. And uh, he, he really is a, a great team player. Mary Kay, what, you, you mentioned the, the uh, need to go after a receiver. Um, you, you feel like they need to get another solid receiver for Deshaun Watson. You know, what's gone wrong with the Elijah Moore thing? It just seems like it just hasn't worked. Um, you know, you know, they've been trying to uh, a lot of different ways to get him the football when they give the ball in reverses. Seems like he's a little hesitant to cut the ball up. It just doesn't seem he has the vision on those plays. Uh, what's been going wrong with that? And, and do the Browns see it like you see it? They, they need to get another guy in there that can help out the offense. I don't know if they see it the way that I see it. I think that they believe that there are two players in particular who are going to get much more involved in the passing game going forward. One of those is Elijah Moore. And the other one is David Njoku. I really, I mean, think about this mind-blowing stat. There's only one touchdown pass thrown to a wide receiver so far this season. Just wow. one. That's Amari Cooper. That's it. And through five games, that's certainly not enough when you have what you thought was going to be a pick-your-poison explosive kind of offense. So uh, I, I feel like they definitely need to get more production. I think they think they're going to get it from Elijah and, you know, and Donovan and, and David Njoku going forward. Um, I would still be out there, you know, beating the bushes as much as I could to find another receiver. Now, as far as Elijah is concerned, I think that they will – I've been saying this and I've been writing this. They need to just kind of, for the most part, back off of the running thing. Have it have it in your arsenal occasionally for when you need it. But I would get him as involved as possible in the short passing game and maybe even in on some deeper routes. Uh, his, his route average was about 12 point something when he was with the Jets. Now it's only eight. Um, you know, that's an, that's not enough. He needs to get a little deeper. He's got really good speed. And yes, you can get the ball into his hands and let him get the yards after catch. But I think you can get him on a little bit, you know, some more of those intermediate routes. And I think you should go back to his rookie year with the Jets and find out exactly how he got those five touchdown catches and study those and try to see things and routes that help him feel confident and comfortable with what he's doing. He's a work in progress. And I think it will come. Uh, and, it, you know, remember that they've had uh, DTR and P.J. Walker at quarterback the last two weeks. So they haven't been able to build on anything that Deshaun and Elijah have tried to get going. So, you know, I, I think that they feel that there is more there to mine and to get. And uh, same thing with David Njoku. 
David, of course, has been battling through these burns. And as the weeks go by, I think he'll get more comfortable and better. And I think Deshaun will find him more. Mary Kay, I'm, uh, I'm about to ask you about something that's very touchy in the Cleveland community. Kevin Stefanski's play calling this past Sunday. What did you think of it? And can you believe that people still want him fired? Yeah, he really is is a target. And um, it's pretty incredible to see that even after a victory like that, when I thought they had a really good game plan, when they ran against the you know number three run defense in the NFL, when they held the second highest scoring team in the NFL to only um, 17 points, and um, and you know, and that included starting them at spotting them at the eight one time. Um, I, I really liked that um, direct snap to Harry, as they call him, to Harrison Bryant, and uh, and the run by Kareem. I thought that was good. I thought getting Kareem involved was important because nobody wants to defend. Uh, I call it the lakefront home uh, more than Kareem Hunt does, and you know he played with his hair on fire, and that was a really cool touchdown. And we get to watch those Friday routes that they run down there on the goal line, and so it's it's really cool to see some of the the stuff that's coming that you're not allowed to talk about, film, or write about. Um, but they they had some good things in this game plan, and I. I thought he did a nice job. I thought Kevin Stefanski had a had a very nice game. Mary Kay, I got a miscellaneous question, and I don't know if you got the answer to it or not, but I'm going to ask you anyways. Why does Deshaun Watson not want to be called Derek? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Oh, is that I? I don't know the what? answer to that. I don't. I do. Where did you get that help from? Make that up. Is his name Derek Deshaun Watson? I don't know. You know what? I, <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know the answer to that. I'm sorry. I, I'll have to go look that up for you, and I can give you the answer next week. You probably won't ask him in the press conference. Um, do. I, I always wanted to know. I just wanted to know. His name is Derek. So <laughs> his first name is Derek, but he that goes, is true. He goes by Deshaun. I, I wanted to know why. Maybe people well, just, I, uh, if I can find that out for you. Thank but... you, Mary Kay. You're, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> I just miscellaneous. It's a miscellaneous question. Yeah, I, I well, listen. I didn't even know that was his <laughs> no, real name. I, as far as I knew, his name was Deshaun Watson. No, it's Derek, and I always was like, I wonder why he doesn't want to be called Derek Watson. Maybe he should switch it. Remember, Albert Bell once upon a time was Joey Bell. <laughs> And he didn't yeah. like some of the baggage that he yeah, was carrying when he was going. So he looked at Albert, and he became a perennial all star. Like I didn't like Albert. I, no, I mean, like when I don't I'm think either one of us knew it. You no. did. Y'all definitely knew it because no. it was a question that they asked us no. on the on a true or false. I don't remember that. Oh, stuff. I do. See, I do. Mary Kay, it's insignificant. Uh, that seems more tabloidish. I don't know. I, like, <laughs> Mary Kay, I listened to the post game, so you know if. If you decide to ask that question during one of his post-game conferences, I will be That's listening. not appropriate for a post-game. Why not? That's something you ask them on, off if to they, the side if, on your if own. If the Browns go out there and blow the team completely out, 
You can ask Miss Elaine. She will not questions. ask that in a post game, will you, Mary Kay? It's not, not appropriate. Not, I mean, it's, we get hammered enough for our, the questions that we ask or You're right. don't ask. I'm not going with Derek. You, know. <laughs> you can tell him I said. Tell him I asked. Shut up, Mary Kay. Hey, go ahead. Uh, Travis would also like to know what's your favorite color? <laughs> <laughs> and what, what, what is the thread count on your bed? What? No. You can't get that off. Do you prefer long walks on the beach or quiet evenings alone? Come on, Typhus. It's, it's, it's I'm sure nobody ever asked him that question. And so she could be the first. It's not a good question. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what, if I ever go to a, you know, Cleveland Browns give back charity function and he's there and he has a free minute, I can pull him aside. There you go. Wants to know. No, Barry K. <laughs> listen, take it, take it from a former athlete. All he's been hearing about is the shoulder, the shoulder, the shoulder, the shoulder. So if you ask him something that's not shoulder related, it'll be a breath of fresh air. He'd be like, huh? Finally, something outside of the shoulder. Huh. Oh, sure. I can just imagine uh, <laughs> how that, would, how that would be received. I would, be, I would go viral. Hey, yeah, you uh, let Mary Kay, let's turn into real important stuff here. And that's the Colts. Um, you know, Gardner Minshew isn't exactly your average run-of-the-mill backup. He's, he's had some significant time as a starter. What are they in for Sunday? This is a team that went to Baltimore with Gardner Minshew in there and won. They beat the Ravens in Baltimore. So I think this could be a trap game. You don't want to overlook them. What are the Browns in for on Sunday? Well, you know, I think the thing to remember with football teams is it's how teams match up against one another. And we now know that Kyle Shanahan doesn't ever match up well against a Jim Schwartz defense. And if they end up, you know, meeting in the Super Bowl, he's going to have to figure out how to try to to move the ball and score some points on Jim Schwartz's defense because, you know, that is just something that he has not been able to do yet. Jim Schwartz is now 8 and 1 against him. So what teams are going to have to figure out uh is what kind of a little chink in the armor, what kind of a little hole they can find somewhere in this Browns defense and it's not going to be easy. They are so strong at every single level of that defense and you've got to get the ball out so very quickly uh, and teams are going to figure it out. I mean, you, you know, you've got this, uh, you know, amazing defensive front and there you guys are, are showing, um, you know, the, the schedule that's coming up there, you know, for the Browns, but uh, this defensive front is, is so, so strong that somebody's going to have to find a way to beat it. There's got to be something that, that a team can do some, part of the field that they can try to attack in some way. And I don't know what it is. I mean, Todd Munkin had some success, but I think uh, part of that had to do with the fact that DPR was throwing <laughs> interceptions in that game and starting right. you once at 10, starting you once at the 36. And, you know, so the defense really only gave up 14 points in its own right in that game even. Incredibly hard to move the ball. It's a championship defense, the best I've ever covered. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about that this morning, that um, that Gardner Minshew and the and the Colts, they're, they're kind of in for it, just the way everybody else is against this defense. And unless Shane Steichen, their excellent, excellent new head coach, uh, comes up with some very, very genius and brilliant way to attack this defense, it's going to be a long afternoon for them again. You, wow. you just Ooh. said something. You just I was dropped the nugget. I was, I was going to say, is this the best defense you've ever seen for the Cleveland Browns? Well, well, let's raise it up a little bit. 
if if the Browns are playing at this level, if they just good good quarterback play, can they can they win the Super Bowl? Yeah, they can win the Super Bowl. I mean, they <laughs> they just beat a team uh, that could end up in the Super Bowl. So yeah, they they can. And look what happened to the Eagles yesterday. So or Sunday, you know they you know they can beat anybody. The Browns with this defense can beat anyone. They have a defense that can win a Super Bowl for them or help them win a Super Bowl if they're not giving the ball away on the other side of the ball. So if you can protect the ball, run the ball, and make some hay in the passing game, this team can absolutely go out and win the Super Bowl. And I think they showed that on Sunday. Man, my day just got a whole lot better. She's been covering this squad for a long time, and her eyes don't lie, and you heard it. She said this is the best defense she has ever covered, and yes, they, it is capable if they get quality play out of the quarterback just or just take the- care of the ball to win a Super Bowl. Mary Kay, you made our day. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Tell Derek we said hello. <laughs> I will. First question on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. She'd get run right out of the media room. <laughs> Peter would look at her like, wait, what did you just say? It's, it shows that you two don't pay attention to the hard research that I, Mikey I McNuggets do. Stuff. McNuggets I, I, went and got that that tid, that that nugget for us. Yeah. And y'all don't even remember. I worry about football stuff. How does that help? That that that's not a Kool-Aid worthy not nugget right there. No. I said it was a miscellaneous question. It was very miscellaneous. It was, yeah. I let I, I set the floor before I've got I got an asked idea. The Why don't you go to Media Vale tomorrow and you ask? You think me. they let me in? Why wouldn't they? You're part of the pregame and postgame. You show. work for the team? I just ask you. I mean, this isn't China, is it? I, I, you know, you're right. I just pull right up on them and I'll ask you. I, I think you should. They should. Why, between fact, between we, me and you. Yeah, look. Matter of fact, we should just text him. So why, why, do you, why do you don't want to be called Derek? There must be a story behind it. All right, I can't wait for this. This is going to be my favorite part of the show. Let's uh, go. Do we have to do a read first, or are we just jumping into the trades? No, i got to read real quick. Okay. Guys, we mentioned it earlier. We're going to mention it again. But if you need the best, most comfortable, casual, athletic gear on the market, you better head over to birddogs.com. Every time I wear them in public, I get compliments on them. Whether that's <laughs> right or wrong, according to G. Bush, people recognize the swag of the Bird Dogs pants, the hat, the logo, top-notch brand, super comfortable, super I keep saying it's casually aesthetic a word. If it's not, it is because they look good and they're comfy as hell. Check them out. They're at diverse. Com, right? Jake. They're diverse. I mean, you can you can use them as exercise. And you you can work out or you could wear them to work. That's, Jake. I think, the, moving forward, the clothing of the next decade is what you just said. You can do anything in them. That's they have jeans now Lululemon that are so flex. Like that. You could do yoga in them. Yeah, Lululemon. Lululemon, all of that kind of stuff. You can wear it down. Now, I'm kind of curious if you could take me through this. How did one of the compliments about your pants go? So we can decide whether or not it was appropriate or not. Did someone come up to you and say, McNuggets, love you on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Them some damn nice draws. <laughs> hey, chill out, I can assure man. you Them that, was, that cannot be further from what happened. It was like, <laughs> you know, those are super, those look super comfortable because it was cold out. It was rainy. Like, it wasn't a great day on Sunday. Right. So, so, those are super comfortable and warm. What are they? And I was like, yo, bird dogs. And this you was a, you say this was nice. another man that said this. It might have been a woman. He didn't say it was another no, man. No, it was a guy. It was a guy. It was a guy. Okay. All right, so let's get into these fake trades here, guys. So, <laughs> You guys know how my brain works. I can't sit still. So over the bye week, I started thinking a little bit about this, doing some research, making some phone calls to see what compensation might be. And I I think I've come up with five real trades and one 
that's way out there but would be a lot of fun that I think you guys are going to enjoy. So here's how we're going to do it. <laughs> Before each of these trades, because last time we did fake trades, everyone was like, this will never happen. This. So I made it very simple. We made graphs to show you guys where on the axis of real and fun does this hypothetical trade fall. So oh. before each one, mm -hmm. you're going to see a McNugget, or it's actually my face, on a graph to show you how I think how realistic <laughs> and fun this trade would be. So these okay. are all trades I would like to see the Browns consider. And the axis points forward. are realistic and fun. <laughs> no, it is it fun is, on the left. Is, Your vertical <laughs> axis is fun on the Horizontal line, it is realistic. Oh, okay. It's F around home. And find out. Around. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to give you the, the scale or the graph, excuse me, then I'll give you the trade. I'll hear your thoughts, and I'll tell you why it won't happen or will happen at okay. the end. Okay. The first one is a Cortland Sutton trade. And on the uh, graphic, Steve, it is a six on the fun level, a two on the real level. And I'll tell you why in a sec. But here are the details of the trade. The Browns would receive Cortland Sutton, the receiver from the Broncos, in exchange for a fourth-round pick and Cam Mitchell. Here's why it makes sense. The Browns desperately need a wide receiver. Like, desperately Desperate. need another wide receiver. The Broncos are an absolute catastrophic dumpster fire. Sorry, Anthony. And they are looking to recoup any and all assets humanly possible. The problem is Sutton is set to make $17 million in 2024-2025, which makes it a very, very the hard, in the room. A very, very no. hard trade to pull off, which is why on the realistic level it was at a two. But oh, cool. in the world where Jimmy Haslam <coughs> says, F it, money doesn't matter, is this the right compensation? Would you take Cortland Sutton? What no, are your thoughts on this? no, I would and, not do it. And, I, and I, I played with Cortland, and I really good dude. Enjoy my time in Denver with him. He hasn't been quite the same since he tore his ACL. I agree with that. And, and seventeen million, that he ain't playing like. I mean, a he tore his ACL million. a couple of times. It, he just ain't been the same guy. Like before that, it, dude was he was like that. Like Special. he was going over on top of people catching the thing. Like he ended up. I think he blessed Denzel one time. But ever since that injury, he ain't played like that or even been remotely close to that. So no. I, for seventeen million, I'm yeah. I'll roll it out with DP. He does have four touchdowns this year, which is four hundred percent more than the entire <laughs> receiving room has. In garbage time, probably. Well, this team's one in five, so probably a lot of those were in garbage time. <laughs> Russ has been pretty good throwing the ball this year. In They're, garbage time. In garbage time is facts, but he's got what eleven touchdowns Man, and two picks or something he, like that. He got he run like he got lineman knee braces on. <laughs> are you saying that? Are got, you possibly saying that he's not a good quarterback? No, I'm talking. No, he's talking about Sutton. Oh, Sutton. I, about I thought I was about to say your boy got a diesel knee brace and shifted he's into gear. He's still wearing the knee brace, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 I said he run like he got one. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, even I, worse. I, that's a no for me. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I mean, I, I think you're going in the right direction. Like we've got to improve the wide receiver room. Every time I hear that, a little bit of throw up creeps into my, my mouth. One touchdown for our entire wide receiver room That's in five games. That's ridiculous. Hey, can you imagine? You can't, do, Elijah, you can't do that. Elijah Moore is even worse than he was with the Jets. That's crazy. Now, to, to Mary Kay's point, we've only really seen him three games with the A-team quarterback. Oh, okay. Like I'm the last say, two where you games. Going with this? No, the last two games. Well, he was had, open the last game. He got missed. He just he they did. didn't get the ball to him. Right. I mean, so, I, I mean, let's let's hope that the quarterback wide receiver chemistry that does take time to develop. Let's hope that it was just coming into focus for when we had uh, Tennessee Watson. And moving forward, let's. But I'm going to start judging him more and more harshly with each game. Like like Jason said about Deshaun. 
with eat before the Tennessee game. Each time I go out, I go out and watch him play poorly, in my mind, it's less likely that we're ever going to see Houston Watson. Has the, has the council stricken his reverse plays from the playbook? Who, Elijah no, Moore? those are always going to be part of the record. Oh. And, and you said it earlier, and, I, and Mary Kay touched on it. She thinks they should move on from uh, uh, trying to use him in the run game. Oh, I agree with yeah. that. Just give all of his run plays yeah. to Marquise Goodwin. Transferable. Western Union and joints right on over to him. I like how he got upfield. Uh, but yeah, like, but, but this the thing. I like. I always thought Elijah Moore was fast, and he don't outrun nobody. Listen, you Bro. can be fast. You've got to see things. I, he He's just, not he, picking he the he right ain't got that either. Dang, Tyvis, thank you for being. Hey, listen, my mother was like, <laughs> I knew my mother calls you out for BS. I'm like, bro, you're a really supportive person. Yeah, you got the. She juice was like, like that. Uh, that number eight. I, is he hurt? I said, what do you mean he hurt? He he ready to go. He's Mom he, doesn't he's, like him. He's like, uh, listen, he's not he, uh, fast like he that. can't get around the corner. Yeah, Marquise did it in pure. Oh, Marquise is when you watch You're Marquise, right. he's yeah. got a different gear. But, but like he's Olympic fast. What did Mark? He ran a four three, didn't he? Uh, and he not even he not even allegedly. Ju- he don't got no joystick game hey, either. Man, he ain't got no, no burst. Mar- it's no, it's no, it. it's not no burst to no. him. So, even Odell at the three ACL still got a burst. Yeah. The Browns saw the same thing on Sunday. They saw Marquise <laughs> look like he was shot out of a cannon, right. and they saw number eight running backwards. Backwards again. Like, nope. I can't have that. Okay. All right, this next trade was Jason Lloyd's personal favorite. Oh, good. I got to see if this is yeah, good. I mean, yeah, this is realistic be. fun level. He said he was he mad. Did. He didn't think of it. He didn't guess. He, he on the realistic fun level. This is a 10 on the fun and a 6 on the realistic level. Okay. Could I interest you guys... And Saquon Barkley. No. Oh my God. For a third round pick. To do what? For, you think the Giants are going to trade him for a third round pick? The Giants are tanking. He I is understand. He's under contract that. for what? zero games after this year. He's on the franchise tag. Right. If nothing else, he adds a receiving threat to the backfield. That's true. Which they started to utilize more this past week with the screen game with Kareem Hunt. Let's Say what see. you want about Kareem Hunt. Saquon, uh, Saquon, at least in that aspect, adds a whole new element to this offense. As far as a yak Why would receiver, they give him, I don't. The Giants are trying to recoup assets. They have you? nothing to play for. They are one in five. They are well, in flat out know tank what? mode. Listen, I'll and he is going him. to be a free agent that they are not going to resign. No, maybe so if you get a third round pick back for him. The Giants. Yeah. I'm telling you, the Giants would gladly take. That. If they take that trade, I'd take it. Here's the key, that, and this is why you said earlier, McNuggan says some things that on face value they're nuts, <laughs> yeah. and then you think about them. The fact that it wouldn't hurt their salary cap situation for next year. They're in good position this year. What they can't do is take on money that's going to hurt them after this year. So, the more I think about that. They ain't going to take them. They ain't giving them take Saquon for no third. But if they I don't if they think do, they will. You, I don't think they'll get Because you know why? My dad said, who my dad, as a Giants fan, is the same way. He said if we got a fifth, we'd send him in a heartbeat. I, I said that feels too low. Fifth. Here's the thing. They have no picks. They need don't picks. you think, I'd though, Mike, the that there's going to be another team that has draft assets that we don't that would say, oh, we can beat that. We'll give you a second for him. Well, well you're only going to get four, five, six, seven, eight games. I mean, he's only in the contract. Wait, four or five or six. Yeah, that was wait, I'm, I've got 10, 12 left. 10 I'm games sure out of sure that they I've will got be, 12 left. They, well, if it's another team who had another bye week, you're getting essentially 10, 11 games left. I'm sure they would say, we we want to extend you to a uh, bigger deal after this. I don't if know I'm giving up no, anything no, no, more no, than a third, 
I'm talking about if I'm not the Browns. I'm yeah, oh, another any team. Other, yeah. yeah, no, that's true. Some team, team if you give it up a first trade. or a second, you definitely extending his contract for sure. That's what I'm saying. The third feels about the right value for half a season of Saquon. Yeah, they're not giving that up. I, uh, if they do, the I Giants take the are trade. trying to lose. Ty, I they're take officially the in tank mode. I take so the, could so, you imagine though, Giants fans? Like, I know you're trying to tank, but he's your only, he's the only valuable player ever. Yeah, when you're trying to get a new quarterback and you have to have the lowest. Wait, how paid. can you get a new quarterback? You, you just paid, paid Jones. <laughs> he's yeah, but he's only a two year deal. He's out after next year. His contract's two years guaranteed, two years. It's two year eighty million dollar deal. That whole hundred sixty million. That's why you do that's why you do a deal like that right there. It was a two year fully guaranteed. You can punt on that when you guarantee that bread for five years, you got handcuffs. Listen, he don't care he up eighty. No, it's great for him, but it's also great for the Giants. We walked in there. Because they've probably already (laughs) made the decision. Give me all the money. Can't do it. Can't win with them. They're going to draft a quarterback in the first round. Next I'm year. doing that. I, I would do that move because You're still taking Caleb Williams after what he looked yep. like against Notre Dame. Yep. Because that boy looked like he was seeing ghosts. Have you seen Daniel Jones play any game of his career? Like, yeah, you take almost anyone. <laughs> okay. Over there. Not, well, first of all, he's going first pick, so you got to deal with Drake May or Michael Penix Jr. or something like that. Yeah, you do. All right, fun. If they could do it, I would say yes. Do it. I'm, I'm make I'm, I'll make the move, and even even if they wanted, I I consider doing it for a second round pick. Do we, we got a second round pick? Yeah, we yeah. do. The Browns do. I, yeah, I, I, I cannot doing, see the Browns giving up a second round pick for a half year rental. Why, why not? Mary Kay just said you they got to be. Well, they all well, in on this, this season. This so. trade isn't just for the regular season. Yeah, that's playoff. Like the postseason trade. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it's not. You keep saying four, five, six, seven games. No. Nah. I got twelve left. He won't play this week, so that's eleven. Plus the most important games of the year are the ones in in January. So. I don't know. It's you, not crazy. You would 100% take that deal. And by the way, yes, by the, way, the Browns, I'm 100%. If, I would take if that. If Nick Chubb is not ready to come back at the beginning of the next year, I'd consider assigning him to another one-year deal. And I'd give him $13 million. What are you getting, 10 or 11? I'd give you him got, 13 yeah, for a year. year. We're going to punt that money down the road, too? Heck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That money's going down the road. I'm, I need all the, all the weapons I can get. What, what's, what can they do with Chubb? Nothing. They're gonna they're gonna restructure. Oh, they gotta contract. restructure. Yeah, it. They I have mean, to restructure it. And what what is the number? What is the target number for where he's gonna be? What is he? That's the sixty four million. And, and, and he projected sixteen, right? No, 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 no. no. He'll, uh, he'll, eighteen. Oh, oh he'll take, he'll I take, think it's eighteen. He'll, he'll he'll take, he's, it's different now. See, injury, yeah, no, it is different. <laughs> it's different now. Yeah, yeah. So, so when you see when you uh, you tear the first ACL, you still cocky a little bit. You said a second ACL. Well, now, wait a minute. He didn't tear it in Georgia. He didn't, but he, 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 he tore his MCL. He's, he's, had, he has, he's had multiple knee surgeries. He's got knee surgery. Yes, he, so, he, he, so he, when you get to, I know what that means. When you get to <laughs> second <laughs> one, you slows start to you down, man. It slows, listen, it, if anything, it shows you that you're immortal. Yeah. You, you're immo- you can die out here, bro. And he's going to be like, well, look, I, wanna, I just want to stay here, bro. I'm not trying to go to no other team. Right. Let, give me 12. Dang if I can get 12 for him 13. and 13 for Saquon, and, and, and we and and, and, and Stefanski, you got a one. Dust that old playbook You take now. You ain't hey. got to worry about twenty carries hey. a game. They didn't know how, what to do with Chubb and Hunt. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, Hunt was Chubb. Hunt. Could you imagine though, Chubb and Saquon in the Tyvis same backfield? said earlier that'd be a mic drop. 
Tyvis said earlier, I put some of these out there, and in the moment you're like, no, and then you kind of think, no, that no. I'm listen, you, that's the longer sick. I let that marinade, the longer I'm like, Let's and I'm do like, it. and like he did take that one year deal. What's next? We got to move. Past. I like that. Yes, All right, next it. one. That's my favorite one. I the realistic fun. level is a 0.001 on this one. The fun level seven. You would only even remotely consider this if you thought Deshaun Watson's shoulder yeah. was not going to recover properly. This is a only if you're not confident that Sean's coming back. But in that instance, and we'll go through this one quick because it sounds like he's going to be back, so we're going to run through this. But would you give the Vikings a second for Kirk Cousins? Yes. What's his contract situation? Free agent after the year. Free agent. Wow, man. But you need a quarterback. You all, Listen, this is it. This, I don't think y'all understand that after this season, stuff got to happen to the roster. So, Oh, I know. This is I'm it. Very aware you got to be all in. So you might as well. I, I uh, don't hate that, but I'll tell you why I'm not going to do it. I trust Mary Kay Cabot. Oh. And she said that about the show? just reading between the lines of what Mary Kay said, He's supposed to play Sunday. No, well, he like, said if he doesn't come back. And I was, was and I was thinking, and I was thinking best case scenario. That's like mm, best case scenario for me was, oh, they ain't gonna bring him, you know, bring him back Seattle. He'll come back play Arizona, right? See if you can get some wins. I, she she's sound, saying the Colts. She's saying Colts. Yeah, definitely Colts. Yeah, I mean, if he throws tomorrow and that's wakes up because, Thursday and feels good, well, that's because he's a go. You went out there and you missed out. Your boys went out there and had the time of their life doing something nobody thought they could. You're right. And you wasn't a part of it. It hurts. It hurt, man. It hurt. It hurt. You're supposed to be the franchise guy. And they did it without you. Yeah, they don't. Jumping up and down in them pads. I'm telling you. They're giving out them game balls in the locker room. You're just looking around. I done been there. Listen, I was in sweat so much. That I just feel like I should get the school back some money. I'm like, listen, I, sh- I got. Let me go ahead and repay you, <laughs> like, because I'm just never doing nothing. I know it that. Hurts. I know that because I see somebody do that when I was at O State. Braxton did that. You ever talked to Braxton? He don't even talk about the championship. No, because he wasn't even a part. Yeah, I know. He was out the whole year. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, not the whole year. He was out the whole year. Yeah, he was. He, he tore he, it. He, he messed his shoulder up in, in, in training camp. Yeah. Wow. Ain't that oh. when you? And we went there. We went to you know. We've got to play in the swamp in Florida, and I'm just sitting there on crutches, just like, this is terrible. Yeah, like, did it really happen? Did it really happen? You know? People are like, oh yeah, I see. You know how Mac schools? You go down and listen. Listen, you play for a Mac school. You look at <laughs> every single big school you gonna play. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, man, I done missed two calendar years. I done missed all the games I even came here for. What is this <laughs> worth? <laughs> Here's my scholarship. Uh, back. back here. Take, take yeah. This. Um. Uh, if he if if something happens. And he's out for the out. year. I, I have to look and see where we are. You know, if by a by what else you gonna do, Joe? No, no, listen. If you lose to Indianapolis, you lose to Seattle. Even if you won, and now you're three and four. Even if you won with PJ Walker, and Deshaun is out, you're not winning the Super Bowl with PJ Walker or no. DTR. So no, that's true. You got to get the guy that at least. He's worked with. Didn't he work with Kevin Stefanski? He I don't, did. Yeah, one yeah. year maybe. He did. I and th- he has said, Cousin said he's not going to waive his no trade clause, but maybe if the Browns yesterday. entered the conversation hey. with his old coach, maybe. that could be a <laughs> contingent. The you Browns know, can win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. As with this defense. As yeah, with defense, this defense. The it defense would be like what the Bucks did with Brad Johnson. Yeah. yeah. What the Ravens did with but, Trent But Dillard. I think he's just, he's above, to me, he's a step above uh, average. Like, I agree he's with good. that. Yeah. I think he's he's good. Like it's not like he's trash. Who's Kirk Cousins? Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's just average. I think he's good. 
I think I yeah. think we're, we're just good. Average. Okay. I, I think he he's, ha- he's average and he has moments. I think he's good. Huh? I'd have him. A, I'd have him top thirteen or fourteen, which yeah, right top like, half. Like yeah, you can win with that. Yeah, he's with average. just defense. He's average. You can win with that. <laughs> you can he's win average. with that. Yeah. Just, okay. What you just told me was he's average. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's a. To me, average would be if he's sixteen or seventeen, and I, think, I do think he's closer I to the top good. ten. He's not in the top ten. I mean, in all one p.m. games, he's top ten. And anything that's not a one p.m. game, he's is that not, a fact? He's not good in prime time. His not prime at all. Stats are abysmal. Oh, you're talking about prime time. I thought you were no, talking no, about like four p.m. Anything that's not a one p.m. game, okay. he's not good. That's interesting. Uh, the first trade I threw out there for you guys was for a receiver. I got a another receiver trade. This one I think is a little more realistic. I actually like this one a little more. It's got a seven and a seven on the Ooh. realistic and fun level deal. Wow. When I'm looking at guys the Browns could acquire, I like it. take a little realism here. It's guys who were in the last year of their contracts yeah. because they're not going to take on money for next year, which eliminates a lot of the big names. But you got to look at tanking. <coughs> what are we and what about out? Hollywood Brown? That's yeah. what I want to know. No, what I, if they I trade like Marquise him. Brown and a sixth for a third-round pick this year and a fifth-round pick next year? Brown? Marquise Brown entering the last year, or he's in the last year of his contract. We already know AB and the GM in Arizona a have trade chemistry. They made the Dobbs fifth. trade. So a third and next year's fifth. For Marquise Brown and a sixth round pick this year. Um, why? Why are we? I take <laughs> done. that. Yeah, uh, done. Yeah, Minimoski. Yeah. yeah, done. Yeah, because he, I think, well, he he got dropped. He drops the ball, but that speed is real. He yeah. he would be what you thought Elijah Moore was supposed to be. Listen, I, I throw in. You know Except without the running the ball, so. I throw in the meal plan too. Like, just come through. I got yeah. a chef for you. You talk about stretching the field. <laughs> I got a meal plan. Hey, yo, nutritionist, come through, bro. We got a, we got somebody cleaning up your quarters. Listen, we ready to go, bro. Give me that trade. I do that. I like the way you're targeting teams that are just done. It's easy to make trades for, like, any team before the season, but <laughs> yeah. the Rams aren't going to trade Cooper Cup now. So The way the Giants out. and the Vikings – Cardinals knew what they were going to be, but the Giants and the Vikings have been slapped in the face with the first six-game reality. And, you know, last year the, the Vikings were 11-0 and in one-score games. This year, I think they're 1-4 four. Four yeah. in those same games. You can't – you live by that sword. You're going to die by it the bigger the sample size gets. So I think Minnesota would be willing to move on. The Giants are willing to move on. Minnesota. Well, Minnesota threw because Jay Jett was out for like four weeks. Right. And on top of that, they let their whole D-line go to the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, they so did. That was, <laughs> they did. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what they were thinking. We got two more. I wanted Bull here to be for the next one because Bull kind of inspired this. He had mentioned Trent Brown before, so I tried to figure out a, a deal to bring Trent Brown, the offensive tackle from the Patriots. Another team who thought – they would be in contention this year, has been an abomination. This one's not that fun because it's for an offensive lineman, but I do think it is a, a chance of realistic possibility to happen. Even though the Browns aren't going to trade for a tackle, they're committed to Jed Wills, this is probably their most realistic target. The reports out of Boston that the Patriots are listening to trade offers for Brown. No teams have been mentioned, but would you give a third and a future six for Trent Brown, who's a top-five graded PFF, which, yeah, once again, done. PFF, yep. uh, I thought Jed not Wills perfect. In there too. They're top-five in both. If they uh, would take Jed Wilson, Wilson. they wouldn't take Jed Wilson. <laughs> they wouldn't take Jed Wilson. No, we're stuck with that. Yeah, we're we're like, ready to roll. We'll do y'all. I'll do you a solid. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they'll say you pay his fifth year. We'll take him. <laughs> no, no, other gonna, than that, no, no we're not way. letting him in our building. I do it. You pay his fifth year. You, yeah. should, you should be really squared up. Like when people say, I don't want to give no picks up, 
Just ask yourself, where the heck is Cedric Tillman? Where's no, Anthony know. Schwartz? We've given picks up. David Bell caught a nice ball for six yards, but it's David Bell. That was like one what, catch. What round was he drafted? Third. Third. <laughs> so was Schwartz. So, 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 so Tillman, Schwartz, and Bell, third round product. Yeah, what? I would stop taking receivers. <laughs> yeah, I think we. Do you got third round pick? You got uh, you got Phillips, who gets hurt every year. Yep. <laughs> He's hurt right now. Yep. Um, like, Good what night. are you talking? about? why would you? Hey, we got Martin Emerson in the third. Alex that's, Wright. That's one a couple out of out of four. Out he of four just drafts. has not hit on wide receivers. No, nah, he so I mean what G said it. We when has this franchise give us the the one receiver this franchise drafted ever. and developed. Ever. He was a tight end. His name was Ozzie Newsom. That's it. That's the only Kelly one. Kelly Winslow was okay. I mean Webster Slaughter had some time. He did. He was a first round pick, I think, out of San Diego State. Wow. Had a nice career. He did. It Brian was, Brennan was a very serviceable he was out of Boston College. Was the possession slot third down guy what that about, every team needs? What about Corey Coleman? No. No, bust. Huge bust. Braylon Edwards. The bust. poster child of bust. Yeah, Although he, he did had, have one year. He had one year. He had he one did. year. Well, you're say, taking like, in the first round. And the best, <laughs> the best receiver they ever had. They let, they let walk to the Jaguars. Dennis Keenan McCarty. Oh. And hey, he could put a crazy yards. I, I think he's a coach. I'm pretty sure I saw him on someone's sideline. Maybe the Vikings on Sunday. Keenan McCardell. Is he is he with the Vikings as a coach? I, thought, I can look that up. I thought you was about to say Dennis Northcutt. Nah, Dennis the King North, of pushing off. No, Dennis Northcutt thought he was <laughs> let me see what he thought he was back in the day. He He's thought, remembered for the wrong reason in Cleveland. He yeah, thought he was he, 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 he thought, thought he that was damn fourth down drop. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, remember them remember the Browns thought they had them receivers? They was going teacup formation. Andre Davis, Quincy Morgan, Dennis Northcutt. Right uh, and uh, That's kept, a whole lot and of ke- bad. And kept Kevin Johnson. <laughs> Kevin Johnson, Johnson had some moments. I say Kevin them four Johnson receivers. Right. Hey, they, Andre Davis and Chris <laughs> Morgan was fast. Who caught the Hail Mary from Tim Couch? Was it was it Johnson? It was one of them fools. Look it up. Tim Couch threw that. That thing was one of the. That thing was thrown. Yeah. It's about one in New Orleans? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, I think it was him. It was either him or Quincy Morgan. I think it was Kevin Johnson. Man, wow. He threw that thing like seven. Johnson yards. sounds right to me. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it was Kevin Johnson. I didn't get the information. <laughs> All right, we got one more here, Jay. This is this one is the let's just throw a wrench in everything. Have a lot of fun with this. <laughs> On the scale, there is a zero point. Steve, take the take the graph here. This is zero point zero 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 one percent chance <laughs> this happens. However, it is a ten thousand on the fun. G. Bush, we talk about not having weapons in the receiver room. Well, let's talk about having too many weapons <coughs> on the defensive line. Let's add the league's top-ranked sack artist to the Browns' defensive line. What if I can tell you the Vikings would be willing to part ways with Daniil Hunter, David Kessenberry, and a sixth-round pick for our second-round pick, our third-round pick, Jed Wills Jr., Donovan Peoples-Jones, Austin Watkins Jr., and a giant pile of cash. Kevin Johnson was the answer. To add... <laughs> The league's top sack artist. You got Jed Wells Jeez. to a defensive line with Miles Garrett, Zadarius Smith, and Dalvin Tomlinson. Hey, we already took. Well, hell, they've fours. already given us everybody I'm else. Say, I was going to say we've already taken half their defensive line from last year. Let's bring home the third and maybe the most talented of the trio. I tell you Him what. alongside with those guys makes a lot of sense. Hunter, the last year of his deal. Once again, this will never happen. 
But oh my goodness, can you imagine Jim Schwartz with those weapons? I don't know. On the I don't line. know who their D line coach is, but he does a really good job because every time we get a D lineman from the Vikings, they do a. You remember Sheldon Richardson was yeah. from there? He yes. was really good as a defensive tackle, and now you get these two, Zadarius and and Dalvin. Thompson. They all very productive. If that Why should are be they our letting new, them go. That though. should be our new thing. Money, I guess. No, it's definitely the money. They, they're cap. They're they're in like cap purgatory. Like, they have uh, so much dead cap on their sheet. It's absurd. From who? Yeah. We will from too. a lot of guys in two or two or three. Who years, did they pay that? That's that, that they don't have Atlanta too. Dalvin Cook. They were in cap hell. Oh yeah, Dalvin. Yep. That's the only one though. Nah, no, I'll, there's I'll, others. I'll pull it up for you. Who there the, are who, others. Who the linebacker that left? There are oh, Anthony Barr, guys. Eric Kendricks. Those guys both are dead cap hits this year. Ooh. But imagine adding a guy with eight and a half sacks this season. Woo. To the Browns defense, like you can start winning games three nothing. Like you score a field goal on your first drive, just go home. You might it's win over. two nothing. Hell, you might <laughs> you win get four a sack nothing. in the end zone, and that's <laughs> two all. safeties that's a game. That's two safeties a game. That would never obviously happen, but and they'd be rotating, though they always fresh. It'd be a fight. It'd be a dog fight to the quarterback. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the question would just be who's getting home on this play. Yeah. Man, Miles would be like, "You, I gotta hurt. I gotta step my game because he gonna get there first. <laughs> that, that's that's too crazy. I'd be at the, I'd be in the secondary. I sit down if I was one. The best one. I sit down at fifteen yards. Like, ah. That is gonna take a big pile of cash though. When the best one is the Saquon Barkley one. I think so too. That was Jason's favorite as well. And I think the second best one for me is Kirk Cousins. But only well, that, if, you know that's a break glass in the case of emergency trade. Y'all are y'all fooling yourselves. The best one was Trent Brown. This lockdown podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Mm, you got to have it. I don't know. You got to have it. I would take that one too. That wasn't a bad trade either. And Hollywood, you guys said you'd do the Hollywood Brown trade. Hey, I, I do that Nuggets one Nuggets got a future as a GM. I thought he was going to say. Where's your fantasy team? What, what place? Uh, he just, tied for he just lost. Second? No, I just won this week. I'm playing oh. Jay this week, though. I'm oh, you. yeah. Coming for you. I'm a first. You, yeah, wait, have, what are you saying? You where? I'm in second place. No, you're not. No, because Tyvis is Yeah, tight. I was say, you're, you're don't fourth. even sit here and tell that you're lie fourth. like that, because I'm definitely It doesn't matter. I got my first win. You guys are both tied for first, and I'm in third. I have the most points in the league, so... I'm third with the right. most points in the league. Well, let's see how it shakes out after this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I have five starters on five. You, you caught me at a good he time. He must be but. stopped. He uh, real be quick, stopped. you guys like the no, trades. The chat, uh, chat did not like my trades as much. So Really? You're going to win some, what? you're going to lose the, some. It is what it is. The chat told me that I need to go behind the glass with Anthony for asking about 
Deshaun Watson's Did real they? name. Well, the fact that the chat doesn't like your trades makes me like them even more. <laughs> because, again, they famously have Jimmy Haslam as the best owner in Cleveland. I'm going to read you a couple of those comments, then we're going to talk to Monty Bates real quick. Whenever we read right. you internet comments, it's brought to you by PCC Air Force. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? Well, PCC Air Force is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Air Force in East Lake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus, full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Freddie B says McNuggets is the GM for the Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, Evan419 <laughs> says, Mikey, my middle name is Eli <laughs> McNuggets. And <laughs> Freddie B says, McNuggets making Savannah Bananas levels trade. So uh, more popular with you guys than it was in the chat. You win some, you lose some. Uh, and hopefully when Saquon Barkley's a Brown, the apology is as loud as the disrespect. So, G. How about Amani Bates? How? How about Amani Bates, sir? Listen, clap it up. Listen, you, you see I have my Cavs garb on today. Listen, man, imagine <laughs> people telling me this dude is going to be in the G League. Imagine people saying he might not even. Listen, Jason Lloyd, I don't know. This this might be your second worst one. You swung and missed on Dewan Jones, and now Amani Bates is said. out here bowling. The, the fact of the matter is, now, I told you when, when Summer League started, dude, well, what, what is he good at? I'm like, this guy's an elite shot maker. He, shoot, he shoots it with, with, with effortlessly. He, he shoots it with conviction. That's what he does. And confidence. <laughs> and guess what? I didn't have to say anything. His head coach had to say it. I didn't say nothing. Steve, take tag, boy, fool. I know you got the quote up there. Lindsay directed now. <laughs> He's cocky we'll now, get, we'll boy. Get you the quote. Yeah, we get you that said, man, hey, can you put up DTR's preseason stats too? Wow. Uh, take DTR's preseason full, please. Yeah, yeah that, listen. He says JB says something about he'll be rookie of the year. Let's just call it what it is. Pick. Preseason. Here you Who go. were they playing here, yesterday? Here you go. Here, here. Bickerstaff, real quick, while we're pulling it up. Bickerstaff Boom. said we're fortunate that Amani is here, and I think he's fortunate to be here because the pairing works. He also said he has a chance to be in the uh, rookie of the year conversation had he been drafted in the lottery, but not here. Well, rookie of the year conversation would mean this season in Cleveland. No, he if he wasn't drafted here, he has a, he's, he has the possibility of being in the rookie of the year. No, conversation. he said if he was a lottery pick, meaning that he would play more, yeah. he would be a starter. Right, but right. He, but if I, I agree with Jay, if we I agree, I, I agree with Grandma what had wheels, she'd be a bike. <laughs> So, and I like to write. And, and I do want to point. Wow. I, I do want to point this one thing out. Here it goes. He was playing, not an NBA team yesterday, mm-hmm. not the Israeli national team. Mm-hmm. He was playing against a team from Israel. Mm-hmm. Not like an all-star team. It's just a team. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at who the level of competition. I, I watched them do the same thing against the Atlanta Hawks. I'm about to say, like I watched them do, do. After that, I watched them do the same thing. Who did they play the second game? Orlando Magic. He pulls up. He he makes big shots. He comes in. He's ready to shoot. It's and true. by the way, he's playing <coughs> every game. He plays more and more under control. There's some times where in the preseason he would have jacked that shot up. Now he's reversing and skipping the ball. He got to polish his game. He yeah. got to get more yeah. to his game. But if you're talking about a spark plug, like a J.R. Smith just come in and just yeah. pull, yeah. like he's perfect. So you that. have him as a contributor this year? Yeah, he's going to contribute this year. 
Can I get back to you with that? Oh no! Come on, cool. Well, you got how Kool-Aid much longer do we have to wait? Cool, 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 you got to I can't wait until the sixth <laughs> game when he hasn't seen the floor no, yet. I and just need to. I got to. I got to look at the roster. I mean, give me a second. Listen, here, here's no. let me give me a here's second. here's where here's where Imani Bates it can help you. Imani Bates is not scared of the moment. There's a lot of cats and people talk about Dean Wade. I know people like Dean Wade. Dean Wade came up short. Last year, he got spooked. I don't understand. I'm still trying to figure out what Jason's talking about. That Dean Wade was going to get his opportunity to play, but when Kevin when Kevin Love left, he won in the tank. How's that possible? That's like saying Jay Crawford left the show. That means everybody else should be shooting. Everybody else wants to be the lead chair. How do you go in the tank you, and when, Jay left the show? When, How does that work? When you say <laughs> when you say contributor, what, yeah. what do you mean? I mean contributor. I mean you know what I mean. Like every game. A guy that they rely on on a regular basis. Not, oh, it's garbage time. We're up or down 20. So, like, in the in regular there. rotation. See, I, he doesn't have to be on the A or B line, but I need to, I need him to be on that B line on a regular, I, I, you know. I will say this, time, but he's, he's not right now. Even he's if it's not in the rotation. I'll see that right now. Right, right now, he's, right yeah. now he's <laughs> not in the rotation. I don't see there's room for that right now. I, right now, he's not in the rotation. Like, well, I have. but. If you watch, he's been creeping. You might, uh. I had a dude tell me that in two years, you watch, they're going to get rid of Max Struess and they're going to have Imani Bates be that guy. Okay. Well, that two might, years. Though. That's a secession plan. That's not this year. That's, no, that's getting to the I, system. I said, I, nah, I don't. I, I Listen, <laughs> I believe that he will be a regular contributor for the Cleveland Cavaliers, just not this year. So when you say, so here's the thing. I will say this, McNuggets. You look at the lineup and you start counting on your hand. He, he's not in a rotation now because, right? So if you give, you give the core four, I hate that name. The core four, <laughs> I hate, I hate it. I hate uh, but so, it works. Everybody uh, knows what you're everybody, talking about. Everybody know who I'm talking about right there. So then you got Struz. That's five right there. You got Niang. That's six right there. The guy that's coming off the bench first is Karis LeVert. That's seven right there. Right. Um, the backup point guard is, is, is Ty Jerome. Yeah, that's eight. Now you get down to, all right, so we got, could eight. he be a situational <clears throat> shooter where yeah. like in timeout situations and you're going to put the extra shooter on the floor for the offensive possession. Yeah. Like that's eight. I think so. Then they got the other dude. Who's the guy that is filling in for, um, I mean, uh, you got to count Okoro. He's going to play for better or worse. He's going to get Isaac, gonna play. Isaac Okoro's nine. And the guy that they yeah. start in, in place of Jared Allen right now. Dean Wade and Damian Jones is 10-11. So that's 10-11. So that would mean he will be the 12th dude off the bench. And that's not a regular. Oh, and that's not, that's, not a, that's not a regular. No, that's not a regular. Three, so here's the four, thing. Here's five, what would have six. to happen. He would have to literally take Isaac Okoro's and Dean Wade's minutes. So that would mean he would have to shoot the ball better than Dean Wade, who shot it well in a preseason, and he would have to upgrade his defense to a point where he's not a liability yeah, right. on the defensive end because that's, 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 that's what coming. That's what scares that's exactly me. What so, so that's he, why I ask: Could you use him in those situations where, for offensive possessions yeah, yes, only, yeah. you throw him out there as a shooter? Yeah, because he can snipe. Yeah, he can shoot. He needs but reps though, and if you leave him as a situational shooter as the twelfth guy, I know he, you're he, right. He needs minutes. Is so the issue with his what ball. happens is whenever there's a blowout, either way. Like He's a playing. twenty point, throw him out there and let's see what we have. All I know is I'm going to them uh, 
I'm going right to Cleveland State, and I'm going to watch them games. Oh, yeah, I'm going to watch them. He's about to put up 600 points a game. They are going to be fun. They got a bunch of dudes in that G League team next to hoop. I got some super chats I got to read through real quick. Michael McGee says, my dad passed away three years ago. I can say, of all the sporting events, watching with him, the Cavs winning on Father's Day in 16 will always be the most special. Uh, Vernell Jackson says, Jim Schwartz was the best free agent acquisition in the NFL. So far, very much making a case. So James Bowen said, hey, guys. I missed yesterday, but wanted to ask, why are we not using uh, Marquise Moore? He's a burner. Hasn't gotten many opportunities, but we saw on Sunday one rush for 20 yards. He should be in the end of rounds over Elijah Moore. We talked about that earlier. Right. Yep. Jackson said, give it up for Jackson Heights' own Derek Watson. <laughs> uh, said, it would hurt their cap, OJ. It takes Fire. away from rollover. James Bowen says, Watson retweeted yesterday. See you soon. 100 also the Arizona game. Is home, not in sunny AZ. And oh, Dog 21 said, Josh Gordon was great, uh, <coughs> even though he was high before. Oh, yeah, game. Josh Gordon was a, he was a developed. Yeah, Indy and Seattle yeah. are back-to-back roads. Then we do get Is Seattle the 4 o'clock game? It will be, yeah. Seattle will be a 4 o'clock it game. It will yes. be. I mean, they don't play at 10 in the morning out there. Also, that, that, G, that affects me. I, I, know. I know it does. Yeah, so. That makes, G, you, that someone makes in a the long chat. day for you. Someone in the chat just pointed something out that I have to double-check before I confirm on air. But the Cavs won by 31 points yesterday. And let me make sure it's real before I say it. Um, got Amani Bates. Who was the leading scorer? Amani Bates. Did he lead the score? Leading was, scorer. He was the leading scorer. He was the only player on the Cavs without a positive plus-minus in the box score. It is. That's the rub right there. You, you got to be able to shot. You got to be able to play defense. Yeah. You got to be able to rebound the basketball, especially as a small forward. And see, I think position. that is that's the knock on him. Is you got to be at the NBA level, man. You if unless your skill, your one skill, is all star good, then you're a liability. So you got to be Steph Curry. See you in overtime. See you tomorrow. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.